0: Hello everybody, I'm Sean and welcome back to the Croc Time Podcast, delivering weekly updates on markets and geopolitics, providing you with valuable insights and unique perspectives on events and trends shaping the world. Today, we're going to be talking about Germany, a leading European country and the reasons of its recent slowdown. Long considered to be one of the strongest countries in the EU, it actually suffers from a flawed economic model a sizable dependency on exports, and a shrinking labor force, which all threaten its stability. After analyzing all these economic factors, we will try to answer a big question. Is Germany the sick man of Europe? I won't lie, it's easy to pick on Germany nowadays. While we mostly fail to appreciate its industrial might and European leadership, the country has been clearly moving in the wrong direction for some time now. This episode is only going to scratch the surface of Germany's economic issues. We won't touch on its crazy politics and the rise of the far-right AFD party. Now that we got that out of the way, let's start with the basics. Interestingly, this isn't the first time Germany was given the title of Sick Man of Europe. The same thing happened back in 1999. Back then, a period of sluggish growth, high unemployment rate and difficulties from the merger of East and West Germany prompted former Chancellor Gerard Schroeder's government to take on aggressive reforms. These reforms, combined with China entering the World Trade Organization, has greatly benefited Germany's economic engine for the past 20 years. In the 2010s, while Europe was stagnating, the German economy was roaring ahead. But ever since the start of the pandemic, its engine has slowed down completely. How bad is its economy now? For starters, it is now flirting with recession, with negative gross domestic product. Its consumer spending is falling despite high savings rates, rising incomes and falling inflation. Its industrial production has plummeted as high interest rates have led to a fall in investment spending and a global manufacturing recession grips the countries that depend most on it. Don't get me wrong though, other European economies are weak too, but none to Germany's level. France and southern European economies seem to be slightly stronger nowadays, maybe because they are less exposed to international manufacturing. Germans are growing dissatisfied with their economy and especially with their government. This explains the growth in popularity for the far-right Alternative for Deutschland party, or AFT, with its anti-immigrant and Euroskeptic ideology. This leads us on to another question. Is Germany's weakness due to a weak business cycle or are there more worrying structural forces at play? The German economic model worked fabulously for 20 years. German exceptionalism was admired throughout Europe and the world. Led by Angela Merkel, Germany became a model country with an export machine that benefited from cheap Russian gas. But then COVID hit and then Russia invaded Ukraine. Gas prices surged and the fear of energy shortages gripped Europe. Desperate measures allowed Germany to avoid the worst outcome from the war, but it raised important questions for its future and highlighted a key vulnerability. Germany has significant energy intensive industries, such as chemicals, paper and basic metals. The country's energy consumption per capita is higher than Italy, France, and Spain. While risks of German deindustrialization were widely overblown, energy security remains a big risk for the German economy. Its historic dependence on Russian gas has cast a shadow over the sustainability of the German economic model in the long term. The closure of the last nuclear power plants has also not helped much. Let's now move on to another characteristic of Germany's economic model. Germany's economy is extremely trade-driven. The country is open and trades with the entire world. It is exposed to global growth, trade and the global economy. For comparison purposes, the USA and other European countries are much less open and integrated in the global economy. The US's consumer is the driving force of its economy. In Germany, the driving force are its exports. Germany's top trading partners are the US and China. In fact, it exports almost 100 billion dollars worth of goods a year to China. Its household names such as Volkswagen, Basf and Siemens all have a strong presence in China. But as we all are aware, China's economy has been struggling recently. Chinese weakness is thus affecting Germany's exports and its manufacturing sector. In addition, China is no longer seeking German cars or industrial products. For example, Chinese consumers now prefer domestically produced automobiles. In addition, China's reliability as a global partner is much less than it used to be. German politicians and its auto industry live in fear of a wave of Chinese cars that could drive out of business the big auto-industrial base, which employs hundreds of thousands. Geopolitically speaking, China and Germany have never been so far apart. China's undeclared support for Russia's invasion of Ukraine represented a key moment in their relationship. That means that their economic and geopolitical relationship is being put into big question. As we can clearly see, Germany's bets on cheap Russian gas and exports to China haven't really paid off in recent years. Let's now move over to Germany's shrinking labor force. Demographics have an enormous effect on an economy, both cyclically and structurally. You might not see its effects in the short term, but they definitely appear in the medium to long term. While Germany's unemployment rate is low, population trends are extremely worrisome. Companies are complaining heavily about labor shortages. One recent survey from last year reported that over 40% of firms experience a scarcity of skilled workers. The government's famous Kurzarbeit program masks a different picture for its economy. It allows companies to reduce working hours and the government pays a benefit retroactively to the employer. This helps smooth out the business cycle, but creates a less dynamic labor market. The government's policies are encouraging older workers to remain at the job longer. And although it is having some success, they are still insufficient to offset the shortage of skilled workers. Aging is also affecting the labor force, while Germany's fertility rate is low and decreasing. Immigration does seem like the necessary solution, but this is a politically charged issue, and German politics is becoming feisty. Germany has seen a very strong rise in anti-immigrant sentiment, which the AFD has clearly capitalized on. Angela Merkel's generous migration policies are a distant past. It will be hard to increase immigration in such an environment. The country needs 400,000 skilled workers a year to replace the retiring baby boomers. Demographics is probably the biggest risk to the country's economy in the medium to long run. The days of cheap Russian energy and exports to China are over and Germany's growth engine needs a good renovation. The country's energy policies such as shutting down nuclear and turning back towards coal have angered large swaths of its population and damaged its reputation. Addressing energy security is a key focus for the country's future. The government's fiscal restraint is also another factor affecting government investment. The government could easily increase fiscal spending to support its economy. For example, infrastructure needs a good boost. But fiscal restraint is another politically sensitive topic for many parties. All of these problems, while severe, are compounded by a cyclical manufacturing recession. This period has masked other underlying structural weaknesses, which need reforms. The country's bets, both geopolitically and economically, haven't paid off and it needs to rethink its strategies. While Germany doesn't seem to be the sick man of Europe nowadays, it certainly has a slight cold. It needs to watch out to make sure that cold doesn't get worse and turn into a fever, or a flu let me remind everybody that while germany's economy is struggling it remains a strong driving force in the overall european economic outlook where germany goes europe goes thank you and i hope you enjoyed this episode of crock time please leave a review and follow me wherever you get your podcasts and i'll be back next time with more insightful research